Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. Jones, some sports guy, Hickman, your Locked On Texans football analyst. Uh, Thursday, and where are we for the week? Of course, we are continuing with our position breakdowns, looking at the secondary as a whole, understanding they have a new defensive back coach, and Dino Vasso spent time in Philly uh, in that secondary. So what are we expecting, of course, from Dino and any improvements from this secondary that we may foresee? How can they get better? And, of course, the any addition, subtraction, with the NFL draft or the free agency. But I definitely wanted to talk about a little bit for today what's going on in the organization. Didn't want to necessarily mention any chaos, but news that you guys may need to know, uh, the purge continued was actually the headline uh, for this actual article where we found out that the Texans released three more front office members Assistant Director of Pro Personnel, CJ Leak, Area Scout, Ryan Kavanaugh, and Pro Scout Stephen Price have all been let go by the organization. And, you know, I just wanted to say that this is 100% expected when you have a new regime. And this isn't one of those Jack East to be clearing house because he doesn't have them a part of his cult following situations. I'd also like to say the move is more warranted given the Texans' lack of mid to late round draft success in the recent years. We can point to the entire 2020 draft as an example. However, that is still unfair, halfway unfair, due to the conditions that they had to fight through uh, in their rookie year. Still, John Reed and Isaiah Kohler was unplayable in the 2019 draft. Rounds three through six was Kahili Warren and Xavier Crawford, and both of them have been unplayable for whatever reasons that might be. And Nick Siri also has a strong background of getting late round gems like Joe Thune, uh, Shaq Mason, and Trey Flowers. So I think this was a good move for Houston. Let's hope that Nick Siri's background as being a scout uh, helps him find a replacement for those men so Houston can just get better throughout the draft. And John, before moving on, I do want to mention this to piggyback off what you just finished talking about. You know, if this was a normal offseason and if this was not an organization that's in a bad light right now, the news of them releasing their director of player personnel and their scout would not be news. I get it. Every time we pick up our phone, every time we hear news that is saying that the Houston Texans have have departed from this person, the Houston Texans have fired this person, we automatically assume this is Jack Easterby doing, but ladies and gentlemen at the end of the day every time there is a new regime who comes in nine times out of ten there's always going to be some type of turnover that goes on why because a new regime means that your organization your franchise did not do what they need to do the previous season and we look at the houston texans in 2020 they went four and 12 i do want to mention this and i'm no way in no way shape or form taking up for jack east to be anything but this is not the jamie Roos situation when you look at it and say it's because of the foolishness off of 16 and Kirby is part of the reason why these people left. No, John, you just finished talking about the number of unplayable players the Houston Texans have drafted over the past two years, which is the reason why they are now looking for a new scout and looking for a new director of player personnel. 
with every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost $353. 99 at advance, a big chain store, but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. February is Black History Month and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of Black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. This week, we have two conversations for you to wrap up the month. First, a discussion on protests in sports across leagues. Then tune in for a discussion on the importance of Black history in sports, what's being achieved, and the important work left to be done all in discussion on Locked On Presents podcast feed. Subscribe on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. I think we all can agree that the worst part of the Houston Texans last season was the fact that this secondary was just terrible. Last year, they gave up the third most passing yards, allowing an average of 256 yards per game. And this secondary only recorded three, just three interceptions. And you might as well say two because one of those interceptions came from J.J. Watt. This secondary was terrible throughout the season, but it got even worse in the second half of the season after they lost Bradley Roby along with Will Fuller after they were suspended for PED use. Roby was by far the Texans' best defensive back. Last season, he recorded the highest PFF grade at 71.6, and his coverage grade was 72.2. He recorded one of the Texans' three interceptions last season, and the 45 times that he was targeted, Bradley Roby allowed 64.4% of those passes to be completed. The secondary in 2020 suffered from a lack of talent, and part of that reason was due to the fact that they played this entire season without Garyon Conley. And I know that we talk a lot of crap about the dumb moves that Bill O'Brien made during his tenure as general manager, but I do believe that one of his most underrated moves that he made was to acquire Garyon Conley midseason in 2019 from the Oakland Raiders. And to understand the value of Garyon Conley, all you have to do is go back and take a look at the eight-game span that he played for the Texans in 2019. In the 46 times that he was targeted, he only allowed 52.2% of those passes to be completed. Compare that to his time with the Oakland Raiders, he was targeted 27 times and allowed 66.7% of those passes to be completed. 
Uh, I got to agree with you, man. I think Gary Young Conley should definitely be one of Houston's targets to bring back, and I think they will be able to at a very good, cheap deal. He has a lot to prove whether or not he can actually be successful in this league as a cornerback, and Houston really does need another outside guy that is not young and has experience in the NFL because totally, you know, overall, you're not going to win games with Phillip Gaines getting a good amount of playing snaps on Sunday. You're not going to win games with the play of Vernon Hargraves. You're not going to win games with Eric Murray. And you're definitely not going to win games switching Lonnie Johnson back and forth to corner and safety. I think he needs to stay safety at this point. Uh, but one thing I am calling for is the consistent good play of Justin Reed. We saw it his rookie year. We got really excited about Justin Reed out of Stanford. He had an amazing rookie year. But since then, whether it's been injury or just not playing good consistently, the expectation and greatness we had for him when he first came into the league has kind of dwindled down. I think he has the talent to get back to that playing level. He just got to get healthy for one and get his feet under him and be on the field more times than not. He had a very good two-game span between the Lions and the Patriots where Justin Reed looked phenomenal again. And then... Uh, the, the season ended how it ended for him. So I'm calling for him to get a whole lot better. And the Texans got to understand. I mean, it's imperative that they understand you're not going to improve this defense, which will turn you to not winning games with Phillip Gaines getting a lot of playing time. It's just not going to happen. And I think that one area of improvement for Houston uh, in the secondary, outside of getting consistent play from Justin Reed, is definitely getting them a playmaker at the slot cornerback position in 2019, two years ago, 56.9% uh, of receivers targets went to the players lined up in the slot. And that was up from 51.8% 51 in 2016. The slot position is getting utilized and Houston does need a playmaker to create turnovers and just add a different element to that side of the ball. You know, John, of all the foolishness and nonsense that the Texans did both on and off the field this past season, this past year, as a matter of fact, I think one of the most underrated moves was the fact that Romeo Cannell and Anthony Weaver switched Lonnie Johnson from a corner to a safety. And after they made that switch, Johnson actually was the Texans' second best DB of the past season. He recorded the second highest PFF grade of 65.5. He had a pass rush grade of 67 that also resulted in him getting his first sack of his career. And he also had the second highest coverage grade of 69.1. So I just wanted to touch on that a little bit just to let everybody know that that was by far one of the most underrated moves that the Texans did last season. And hopefully when you consider the fact that he is now going to be coached by Lovey Smith, like I keep saying almost every single day, one of the best defensive minded guys of his generation, he can only go nowhere, but up from here. What are the odds are for the Houston Texans defense to improve for the next season under Lovey Smith and under the new uh, coaches, assistant coaches at their position. I wonder what those odds would be. And I think that would be something that a lot of people should take a bet on and if so, bet online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, would definitely be the best place to go to because football is over. Bet online will definitely be back. But the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. 
and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts with promo code locked on. Thursdays on Locked On NFL are definitely a must listen. You got Ryan Tracy and you have Jake Liskow breaking down teams across the NFL from analytics and team building perspective. Get the expert analysis on your favorite team from Ryan and Jake every Thursday. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. Of course, we can't talk about the secondary without discussing the NFL draft that's coming up soon and the start of free agency is also coming up and Houston can definitely uh, do a couple of things that can get better of course by releasing some players allowing themselves the opportunity to have more money to play with in this uh, upcoming offseason and the NFL draft and Cody I, I think we both can agree as you mentioned Gary Conley should be back right he should be back in a Texan uniform both sides need each other uh, one side needs it to prove he can play, like I mentioned, and the Texans definitely need somebody else that has shown promise, at least not necessarily in the same scheme, because we really don't know uh, how Lovey Smith would shake things up. And I'm hoping that he makes schemes a little bit more simpler for this roster and the talent on the roster can execute, right? But Gary Young definitely has had some success here in Houston during his short time. Uh, but there are some free agents out there that I think Houston should take an opportunity to look at. You got a guy like P.J. Williams. He's also a free agent to start off his young career after a couple of years down in New Orleans. Kawan Williams from San Francisco. Uh, he's also a free agent this year. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, when I look at the draft, I believe Houston definitely could get better at that position a slot cornerback. They need somebody that could possibly be used to roam the field. I like Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State. I uh, love his dad in the NFL. He's 5'10". He's not going to be an outside corner in this league, at least not primarily. He is more of an NFL slot cornerback, and I think he's somebody that he can use on their roster. Well, John and listeners, just to crack a little joke, if I was the general manager, I would spend 90% of my draft capital on a defensive back and 90% of my money in free agency on improving this secondary. We all know, we just finished talking about this secondary was God awful. And I think it's not going to take much to get this secondary, both the corner and safety in a position where we're going to see better production in 2021. Yeah, and like I said, overall, I'm ready to see how Levy Smith will uh, create a defense that plays to his players' strengths more than their weaknesses, which is what we saw in 2020 and the 21 season. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Of course, hey, follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. Let's talk about some movies. Let's talk about some music. And you know what else we can talk about? How I owe Marvel an apology for how much I hated One Division those first two episodes, but I am hooked. I tell you that. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.